Hola amigos, bienvenidos a la esquina Castle. Hoy tenemos Milford Football. Uh, gracias para escuchar. All right, perfecto. And uh, thank you for uh, that Spanish introduction. With me today are Milford footballers in Kobe Perez, uh, Perez, sorry, I knew I get that wrong, Sean Lahane, Brendan White, and Luke Rosa. Uh, Scarlett Hawks, thanks for joining Castle Corner. Yeah, thank you for having us. This is Castle's Corner. So on uh, October 12th, Milford beat uh, Foxborough 42-28 as the offensive firepower in the studio right now was on full display against Foxborough. Uh, junior quarterback uh, Kobe Pires, got that right second time there, Kobe, uh, passed for 310 yards and three touchdowns and also ran for another score um, while junior running back uh, Luke Rosa rushed for 92 yards and two touchdowns. Senior captain and wide receiver Brendan White caught a touchdown, and senior wide receiver uh, Sean Lehane caught two passes for 82 yards and added a TD for the Scarlet Hawks. So a lot of information there, just a lot of TDs. But that's a lot of scores, Kobe. Um, and your coach, Anthony uh, Vizakis, told me after um, your long TD pass uh, on Friday of over 80 yards, he said that uh, you came to the sideline and said, quote-unquote, yeah, that's good, let's go get another one. So can you talk a little bit about what went well with, uh, for you guys against Foxborough? I mean, offensively, it didn't really start with Foxborough. We started clicking around the second half of the North Attleboro game. Before that, we didn't really have anything going. We, we kind of switched up the offense a little bit, dumbed it down, and then from there, expanded. Uh, it's been pretty easy for us considering our linemen's picked it up a lot, learning have a young line. They're learning from Kevin Pine and Josh Lagore, senior captain, so that's pretty good. And then Luke Rosa does a lot of the heavy lifting, gets the defense on him. And then our receivers are just playmakers. They're always out there making plays, so it's easy for me. Yeah, and obviously four scores, four, uh, three t- uh, tossing and, and one running. Uh, a nice playmaker day for, for you in the Scarlet Hawk offense. Um, Sean, as I've come to hear over the past two years, um, you've had quite the uh, right leg when it comes to the Scarlet Hawks, and maybe even longer than two years, but at least I've heard <laughs> for the past two years. Um, you're the punter and kicker for the Scarlet Hawks, and your coach, uh, Anthony Vizakis, told me in a text, uh, quote-unquote, he can hit from 55 all day, and don't let him fool you. So uh, <laughs> how'd you get into kicking and kind of develop your, I had to say, kind of Division One leg? Well, growing up, I was a big soccer player. My whole family kind of pushed us towards soccer. And then my brother started playing football really early. He kind of became the kicker and was pretty good at that. And then signing him up, I believe he was going into sixth grade. I was in fourth. He uh, pushed me into signing up with him. And the first day of practice, I kind of started kicking a ball. And it just went on from there. And I'll, I'll attach some uh, video of Sean, Sean kicking some balls out in our tough conditions here at the Metro <laughs> Daily News. Wet grass, banana leaves all over the place. Um, I don't, some of these things, they look like boomerangs. I don't even know what they are. And uh, we were kicking into a parking lot. So we don't have a football field, unfortunately, here at Cast Corner at Metro West Daily News. It would be nice if we did, uh, especially over the past couple of weeks. But uh, I'll attach some of that video uh, of, of Sean kicking some field goals, Kobe on the uh, on the hold. And then Brendan White here was snapping with uh, you know Luke uh, catching the ball. But Brendan, like I said, you were senior captain on the team. Uh, and with so much tradition in Milford High history and football tradition, um, with former NFL player Howie Long being a former Scarlet Hawk. What's it like for you to be one of the three captains uh, on this year's team? And as uh, after an f- 0-4 start, you guys are now making a playoff push with two straight wins. Yeah, it was definitely a huge honor to be uh, elected as a captain so far. Um, 
it hasn't been easy so far as a captain, especially with our rough start. We lost a uh, heartbreaking game to Canton. Um, we were definitely just trying to find an identity, and now that we kind of made a push, I think people are starting to click. Practices are getting more intense, and I, I can't like thank the coaches enough. They're definitely being huge. The other captains, Ryan Pearl and Josh Lagore, they're being, uh, you know, the enthusiasm's coming every day, um, bringing all sorts of energy, and it's just uh, definitely a good time to be part of Milford football. And that's kind of why you guys are in here. You guys have been rolling as of late, uh, but we'll talk about not rolling in a little bit. But uh, Luke, uh, you know, Brendan here mentioned uh, the coaches kind of help helping out with your process. And you've had two different head coaches in your time at Milford and Joe Todd. And now, uh, like I said, Anthony Vizakis. Uh You also added some well-known assistant coaches in uh, brothers Dana and Dale, Dale Olson coming over from uh, Millis High this year. So speak a little bit about your coaches. And I also want you to mention the saying that your head coach, Anthony, uh, mentions a lot during practice and on the sidelines. Yeah. Uh, so uh, my freshman year, uh, Coach V came in as the offensive coordinator. We still had Coach Todd as the head coach. Um, and he did a great job that year, I think, as the offensive coordinator. Um, and then so last year he stepped up as the head coach. Um and he's done a great job since then. You know, he's got tons of experience. Uh, he's just a very passionate coach. He's done a really good job. Um, and then uh, this year we've got both Dana and Dale Olson. They're uh, they're awesome coaches. They've got uh, like twenty plus years of experience. Uh, you know, they're just really intelligent coaches. They know everything about the game, and they're really helpful with us. You know, uh, they've got. Lots of uh, college connections too for the guys that are looking to play in college. They've got you know coaches all across the country. Um, so yeah, they've been really great this year. Um, and then uh, the saying you were talking about, uh, Coach V is a big military guy. So uh, every year he tells us this story about um, I'm not sure it's Marines or whatever it is, but uh, it's the story about these guys, this team, and they're on a mission and. Um, they meet countless kinds of adversity along the way in their mission, and every time they they say they call in for some backup or whatever it might be, they get the message back, Charlie Mike, which stands for Continue Mission. Um, so this, ever since Coach V has come in, he's brought that, that message with him for us, you know, to deal with adversity. It's kind of the, the simplest way you can do it, you know, just keep going, just continue mission, whatever might happen, you know. So yeah, well said, uh, uh, Luke. There and um, you know, Anthony and uh, Dana Olson are both um, former Castle Corner podcast uh, uh, joint uh, guests, I guess I should say. And I obviously, talked with them over the years. And you know, I've seen Dana Olson over Twitter. You know, the past couple of years, really hyping up his kids from Millis. So you know, we'll see how. Uh, Milford does with the recruitment trail. I know you're a junior, so probably looking uh, this year, next year. But anyway, let's take a quick break here on Castle's Corner. And when we come back, we'll uh, break away from football with these four footballers. All right, back here on Castle's Corner. Now, like I said earlier, Milford is uh, known for its rich sports tradition. Uh, I understand, Kobe, there's a kind of a motto, a big printed motto on the wall painted above your, your whiteboard um, that has some Led Zeppelin lyrics from Stairway to Heaven on it. Uh, can you tell me what those are and what that means? I might play a little bit of it as well. Uh, so the lyrics that are in it are, The tune will come to you at last, when all are one and one is all, to be a rock and not to roll. 
That's a saying we have. Um, All right, so that's a little Led Zeppelin for you guys. Um, obviously, a very long song. So what's that? Seven minutes long. So you tell me about uh, what that tradition is and, and what you guys do. Um, yeah. So before every game, before every home game, we listen to that right before we go out, and then before every away game, we listen to that right before we um, head onto the bus. But uh, yeah, we turn all the lights off in the locker room. We each sit in our lockers, and it's pretty much a way to just get in the zone of a game. It's been a tradition since the '70s that players have listened to that on the speaker and their lockers before every game. My dad especially, he listened to it. He played in the 90s, and I've always wanted to be part of that tradition. That's a big factor that made me want to play football. But, uh, yeah, the lights are off. You could hear a pin drop in there. And then we have a cage in our entrance. We close the cage, and then it just pretty much gets us in the zone to play. That's pretty cool. I've never heard anything like that. I can't imagine signing seven minutes of silence before a game. It gets, definitely probably gets you pretty hyped. Uh, yeah. So you guys are probably running out pretty quick out of the locker room. That's really cool that your father also played. Uh, thanks for sharing that, Kobe. Um, speaking of traditions, uh, Sean, I hear you guys kind of uh, have a tradition of employing water boys. Uh, not, <laughs> no Bobby Boucher's, but probably better than that. Um, yep. Over at Milford High, can you speak uh, a little bit about that? This year we have a water boy named Austin Morgan. We call him Ozzy. He's probably one of the nicest and funniest kids you'll ever meet in your life. He's just always there. He's injured with a torn meniscus this year. He'll be out the whole year, but he's still there every single day he can. And he just kind of brings everyone together, always make you laugh, and just a really good kid. And uh, a lot of boys before Ozzy, um, did you? Did, I mean, did you know them? Yeah, we we had last year. We had a water boy named Gibby, as we would call him, Taylor Garbarino, but he wasn't able to make it to football this year. But Ozzy took a good job of taking over that role okay. after his injury. Hey, hey, you always good to have employ a good water boy, someone to help out, and obviously help with the team chemistry. Um, Brendan, I was going to talk to you uh, a little bit about basketball, um, and in particular a game-winning shot you had against Kent last year that kind of propelled uh, the Milford boys basketball team into the playoffs and, and a quite, uh, quite the run at the end of the year. But uh, I understand uh, you had quite the significant injury in fifth grade while playing football so what was it and can you give us uh, kind of all the details uh yeah when I was in fifth grade it was my second year playing youth football after my first year I didn't really get to a lot of the other games because I was playing a lot of other sports like basketball and hockey and all that but um when I we I was in fifth grade and we were playing Marlboro and they had a big running back and I went to tackle him and I kind of went head first and I remember my neck just kind of just tweaked and I got taken to the hospital, and they said um, something happened to the vertebrae in my neck. So uh, I was not allowed to play football till my freshman year of high school. And, you know, that was heartbreaking for me, but um, I was still allowed to do other sports. And it, it was tough to watch, you know, all my other friends get to play uh, football and stuff. And while I was kind of just watching on the sideline there, you know, wasn't didn't really get to be part of those memories that uh, that everybody else was making but now that uh as a freshman like coming into football I really wanted to make my high school football experience like the most it could be and I think that uh over the past four years I definitely tried to do just that and I think we're taking a step right in the right direction now as we are making this playoff push 
Yeah, definitely making up for lost time there. Uh, I mean, I can't imagine going into the doctor and telling you you got some vertebrae issues. Um, you know, I mentioned off air that Brian Sorrell from Hopedale, one of kind of your your guys' rival there at Milford, uh, broke his uh, neck in a football game last year. And uh, I understand that you guys have an interesting uh, lacrosse rivalry last year with you playing. Um, but good for you getting back out there for the gridiron. Um, speaking of injuries or going off injuries, uh, last year, uh, during Luke's first season of trying long jump on the indoor track team, I hear you had uh, kind of quite the oopsie on one of those jumps. So can you, can you tell us what happened? Yeah, so, uh, you know, first day um, jumping into the pits, I was super, super excited, super confident. So, uh, yeah, I, I go for my jump. This is long, be- long jump, right? Yeah, long jump. Beautiful jump, perfect, perfect form, beautiful flight. Coming to the landing, you know, uh, I try to break my fall kind of with my my hands. I put it down and I I step on my wrist with my spike. And um, you know, it felt like felt like at first I just kind of like scraped it or something. And then I I come out of the pit and I look at it and my wrist is just like there's a giant hole in it, you know. And it's so I was kind of just like freaking out a little bit. Um, but uh, so yeah, basically I just got it stitched up. And then uh, it was a hell of a story coming back the rest of the season, you know. Uh, PR at eighteen six, I think. You know, not too shabby. I don't know. I'm one of the bigger guys out there. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, I don't know. It's kind of a funny story. Yeah, quite quite the comeback story. I, I'm I'm disappointed we weren't weren't able to write about it here at the Metro West Milford Daily News <laughs> at the time. But uh, maybe maybe we can follow up on that soon for this uh, upcoming indoor track season. All right, let's break away from injury talk, and when we come back uh, for our final segment, uh, we'll talk. Uh, a little trivia and have a little fun with these four Scarlet Hawks. All right, back here in Cass's Corner. Uh, this is the time of the podcast where we break, uh, break away from sports and have a little fun. Today we're going to do some uh, kind of pulp uh, culture trivia. A uh, mix of questions that most people should know uh, that's happening uh, these days along with some random sports trivia because, after all, this is a sports podcast. Uh, so I have uh, a bell here. Kobe, why don't you give the listeners a little sample of what the bell sounds like? Perfect. So it's going to be uh, kind of hard for all these Scarlet Hawks to reach over and ring the bell, but uh, I'm sure you'll manage. So maybe get the water cups out of the way. Yeah. Put it right in the middle there so that we can, Luke uh, can get there. Uh, oh, wow. All right. Extended reach. And we got Kobe here with a little boot, uh, protective boot on, so hopefully he doesn't get injured any further. So um, it's, uh, we're going to do a series of questions, and they're going to kind of be pretty easy answers. Um, it's going to be a name, or uh, it's mostly going to be a name, but it might be an answer as well, just one word or two words. Um, and the first person, or Scarlet Hawk, Scarlet Hawk here, I will not be playing, I'll be uh, proxying, to get three trivia questions correct wins. So does that sound good, uh, Milford? Why don't we bring the microphone in here, too? Good. Perfect. Right around there. Hopefully, no one gets hit in the head with the microphone. Um, so, I'm going to uh, take a little video here. So, I'm going to reintroduce these four Scarlet Hawks. So, I'm here on Cass's Corner with the Milford football team. I got Luke Rosa, Brendan White, Sean Lahane, and Kobe Perez. Did I say that right, Kobe? Perfect. So, someone ring that bell for me one more time. Thank you, Brendan. We're going to play a little trivia here with the Scarlet Hawks. Uh, so the first one to three questions wins. You guys ready? Oh, yeah. All right. First question is, name someone famous who has the initials MJ. Kobe. Say that one more time. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan is correct. All right. One for Kobe. 
All right, second question. You guys ready? Yeah. Now make sure we're talking to the microphone when we answer the question, okay? In American football, how much is a touchdown worth? Brendan? Six points. Six points. I had to think there. Yeah, sometimes people will say seven just by accident. I know Sean won't get that wrong. But so one for Brendan, one for Kobe. Third question. What is the name of Lil Wayne's latest album? The Carter Five. The Carter Five is correct. So that's two for Kobe, one for Brendan. Now, early predictions had uh, Luke over here as going to be the winner, but these might be two easy questions. So Luke's just overthinking it. All right, question number four. Now, if Kobe gets this right, he gets the win. I wish we had more questions, so if someone just boxed him out, it'd be great. Um, who wore a red hat and spoke in the Oval Office this past week? Luke. Mr. Kanye West. Kanye West is correct. Okay. All right, so one for Luke, one for Brendan. Sean was helping out with the box out, so he wasn't able to answer that one, so appreciate that. Question number five. Name someone famous other than Bill Belichick with the first name Bill. Luke. Bill. <laughs> oh, no. oh, oh. oh, boy. Okay. Bill Clinton. Uh, okay, Brendan, guys, you surfed the uh, bell there. Might have broke it. Uh, Luke, I'm a little disappointed. I was hoping Bill Nye, a science guy, would be it. Um, but Bill Clinton is correct. So we got two for Brendan, two for Kobe, one for Luke, who could could have really taken uh, the lead there. All right, this is my – I was trying to stump these guys. I think it's going to be the one that stumps it, but hopefully we'll see what happens here. All right, sixth question. What's the name of the company that opened the first completely cashierless grocery store this year? For the win. Amazon. <laughs> I don't know who won that, but that is the correct answer. So we're going to give the win to Kobe. Sally Brennan got it. I think Luke might have got the, bu- the, the bell there first. But good job. I didn't stump you, so good job. All right, well, I know we, I can tell by this group here we're ultra-competitive and uber-competitive. So that was fun. Uh, thank you guys for coming to Castle Corner, and good luck uh, against Stoughton. Thank, thank you for having us. I also want to thank my producer uh, and director of multimedia, Caitlin Kelleher, for all of her help behind the scenes. I like to thank her, too. <laughs> She's great. You can follow me on Twitter at TommyCastle44. You can also follow the Daily News on Twitter and Instagram at Metro West Sports. You can subscribe to Castle Corner Podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you subscribe to podcasts. We're also checking in every week for a new podcast. Thanks again for joining me here on Castle Corner. Until next time, I'm Tommy Castle, and thanks for checking in. Adios. <laughs> <laughs>